I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. With one storytelling platform taking legal action against another. and we are using that term in air quotes i think the zenith of india's creator economy has been reached and it can't get any more dramatic so here's the story humans of bombay and i'm pretty sure you know which page i'm talking about well it's that page that shares all the sappy tales of allegedly ordinary mumbaikers defying all odds in fact if i were a real critic i'd had said the reels posted by humans of bombay are trying too hard to be tear jerkers But anyway, that's not my job. So coming to the point, on September twentieth, Bar and Bench reported that Instagram page People of India, which is known for similarly sentimental stories, has been summoned by Delhi High Court in a copyright infringement case filed by Humans of Bombay. Now, Humans of Bombay, which is an unlisted private company, started as a Facebook page in twenty fourteen, and in nine years. It has clocked 1.4 million followers on Facebook, 2.7 million followers on Instagram and over 9 lakh YouTube subscribers. Whereas People of India came up only in 2019 and has already amassed 1.5 million Instagram followers and more than 6 lakh YouTube subscribers. So I guess the competition is quite tough here. And while the allegations is that People of India is imitating humans of Bombay Humans of Bombay also claimed that the project was its quote-unquote intellectual property and asked people of India not to appropriate its quote-unquote unique format of storytelling. Now of course, X, formerly known as Twitter, had a field day over this because while Humans of Bombay is itself inspired by Humans of New York, Brandon Stanton, the founder of OG Property, posted and I'm reading it out, you can't be suing people for what I've forgiven you for. Now that's another matter that the founder of Humans of Bombay Karishma Mehta once publicly claimed that she stumbled upon the idea quote on quote completely randomly and out of the blue end quote Well it's never too late to give credit where it's due So after the recent backlash on X Mehta posted and I'm reading it out We are grateful to Humans of New York and Brandon for starting this storytelling movement end quote She also backtracked on the claim that the unique format of storytelling and clarified well the lawsuit is related to the IP in their posts and not about storytelling at all. Sure Ms Mehta we believe you. The lawyer representing Mehta also told the print that Humans of Bombay doesn't have a problem with people of India's stories but the fact that the blog is blatantly copying Humans of Bombay's posts. And well to that I'd say let's wait for the law to take its own course after hearing all facts of the matter. Does the snark sound familiar? For the next few minutes you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello I'm Araswini and this is the deep dive for September 26, 2023. Akasha is in a state of crisis. And these are not my words. This is what a representative of the airline said in the Delhi High Court last week. But wait, hold on a second. Last I remember, Akasha was on the fast track to becoming India's youngest airline to fly over foreign skies. 
and in an industry notoriously hard for newcomers to crack, didn't Acasa defy odds by snatching up to 5% market share within just 11 months of its launch? Also, before it could even blow out its first birthday candles, Acasa claimed the title of the quickest airline to amass 20 aircraft in its fleet. So while everything appeared to be going so well, what went so wrong? Well, this is the story of an abrupt exodus. An abrupt exodus of pilots. On July 3rd, as reported by Outlook, a pilot resigned from the airline. Within a month, another 25 pilots tendered their resignation. In a rude shock to the airline, none of them were willing to honor the minimum notice period of six months. Akasa penned a letter to the aviation regulator, DGCA, or the Directorate General of Civil Aviation, and asked it to intervene. After all, the civil aviation rules issued by DGCA mandate six months' notice for co-pilots or first officers and a year for captains. But nothing came out of that letter. With a total of 30 pilots having resigned by August 18th, the airline sent another letter. This time, it was addressed to the Minister of Civil Aviation, suggesting that rival airlines refrain from hiring pilots who hadn't completed their notice periods. Again, as Outlook reported, there was no response. In the midst of so many pilot resignations, the young airline began to falter. Initially, Akasa estimated that 382 flights would be grounded in August due to the mass pilot resignations. But reality exceeded expectations. The airline had to cancel 632 flights last month. And as of 4th September, a total of 43 pilots had resigned. Again, none of them adhering to their notice periods. At last, Akasa had to move to Bombay High Court on 21st September, seeking rupees 22 crores from the pilots to cover the financial and reputational damage caused by these sudden resignations. According to Akasa's estimates presented in the court, a pilot failing to fulfill the six-month notice period resulted in a loss of around rupees 7 crores in the airline's operational profit. This month, Akasa anticipates another 700 flights to be grounded due to pilots refusing to serve their notice periods. In the Bombay High Court, the airline discovered that some of these resigning pilots had already joined a competing airline, allegedly Tata's low-cost carrier, Air India Express. Now, Akasa is also suing DGCA for its failure to enforce its own rules. Well, isn't this quite a bit of a drama? But I do have many questions in my mind. First, why is the regulator so reluctant to take action against the pilots when its own rules clearly mandate long notice periods? Well, here's where it gets a little bit complicated. The pilot unions had taken the matter to the Delhi High Court, challenging these very rules. So the issues is currently subsidized. It can be argued that the regulator's hands are tied. Now here's another question. If Akasa is well aware that its pilots are resigning in large numbers, why isn't it actively recruiting more pilots instead of grounding the flights? With Jet Airways and Go First out of the competition and SpiceJet facing difficulties, one would expect a consistent pool of available pilots, isn't it? But that's not the case. As we mentioned in our daily newsletter, which by the way drops in your inbox every morning at 8am, Indian aviation is booming while talent isn't. Aviation expert Vinamra Longani pinpointed the root cause of Akasa's crisis. He told Outlook, and I'm quoting him directly, getting talent and retaining talent in a market where airline captains are in short supply is a challenge that everybody has to work around. But again, why do we even have a shortage of pilots to begin with? Well, 
That's because more and more Indians are hopping on flights. So all the major airlines are expanding. India has approximately 9,000 commercial pilots and we will need nearly 2,000 more each year to match the ambitious expansion of our fleets. Now, this is the case despite the fact that DGCA issues fewer than 1,000 licenses annually. In such a market with expanding fleets and shortage of pilots, airlines with deep pockets often poach pilots from the smaller ones, such as Akasa. The shortage of experienced captains is most acute. Airlines don't invest enough in training and furthermore, India's flight schools are poorly equipped and prioritize quantity over quality. As a result, there are commercial pilot license holders, but not enough seniors with at least four to five years of experience. After all, captains or commanders are the ones entrusted first and foremost with passenger safety. Okay, last question. If that's the case, what's next for Akasa? One, a lot of things will depend on Delhi High Court's opinion. Most importantly, whether DGCA can take action against the pilots who don't show up during notice period. Second, it helps that Akasa is co-founded by Vinay Dubey and Aditya Ghosh, who have faced similar challenges before. Longani told Outlook, and I'm quoting him again, Aditya has dealt with this at Indigo before, and Vinay faced a similar situation when he was CEO at Jet Airways. In fact, Jet had faced hundreds of pilots leaving at once. So compared to that, this is just a blip for Akasa. But anyway, in other news, Mint reported that Akasa is considering raising as much as $400 million, a move that may take its valuation to $1 billion. But the question here is, will a billion dollars solve India's pilot shortage crisis? We are not too sure about that. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at the rate The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written and researched by Anup Samewal, edited by Roshni Nair, produced by me, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. 